What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No music, no intro. Uh, I'm a little downtrodden right now. So Ryan and I recorded a great episode with with Catherine Tyrell of The Athletic. And um, most of it recorded. And then we were having some audio difficulties. And doesn't seem like the second half of the entire podcast. Just, it's just gone. Just in the ether. Oh. Just in the ether. Uh, I guess that's Did just... You at least- did you at least save the first part? Like, yes. Okay. Yes. First part is saved. So, um, so we're going <laughs> to... What a fucking mess. Um, we're going to post uh, both episodes. So it's going to be like the first episode with Kat's going to be like a little like, appetizer. Like it's an appetizer. <laughs> and then this episode is focusing on Sunday Night Football, Saints against the Packers, we apologize. We'll let you. We'll, we will tell you that the second half of that episode that we recorded with Cat was really fucking good. Like, like it was. It was good, guys. Trust us. That's messed up. <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry. I, I. I'll just. I'll just. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, let's let's get into the game. Um, our apologies to Cat for, <laughs> for this snafu, but um. Saints against the Packers, man. Saints are one and one, coming off an embarrassing, lo- embarrassing loss to the Raiders. Not because of who the opponent, well, kind of a little bit who the opponent was, um, but also just how they played. And then you have the Green Bay Packers two and zero coming into town. Looks like Aaron Rodgers is back. Um, be interesting to see if Devontae Adams plays. He was uh, do not practice both today and yesterday. Yeah. Um, so, you know, his question, you know, his status for the game is in question. And I don't want to make, I mean, I know it sounds dumb to say this, but man, this is, this is a big game. Like yeah. if the Saints want to show like, like we're here and like, you know, we might have had like a, a we might have stubbed our toe, but like we're someone to take notice in the NFC, like they got to come out and prove it against the Packers. Yeah. No, no doubt. It's uh, it's huge. It's huge for our playoff standings if the Saints 
figure themselves a team that, you know, want to go deep into the playoffs. It's huge just for like a personal, like just a team win. You know, you, you, you take care of the Packers. You can feel kind of good about yourself that you're moving in the right direction. Uh, and it's, you know, it's huge for the fans, man, because Saints fans, we out here like, what's up? You know, like, man, like all this talk about the most talented team on paper and it's a veteran team, so they should hit the ground running and all that stuff. You know, it, it, it hadn't come to really fruition yet. I mean, they all won and won. You know, that's not terrible. And But, you know, offensively, we, what we're used to seeing, we're just not seeing. So it's uh, it's definitely a huge game and a uh, point, you know, that Saints fans are going to be watching just to see how this team actually looks. Record is one thing. But Saints fans, we're at the point where we want to see how the team looks. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, for sure. And, you know, we can start, you know, I want to – I'll start with the defensive start of the ball because um, I think the story of the game, you know, a lot of, a lot of attention is going to go to Aaron Rodgers as it should. But if, if you want to – I think if you want to beat Green Bay, you got to take their – you know, we talked about this when the Saints were playing the Raiders – it's all about Aaron Jones. He's a yeah. monster. And they can run so many things of their offense through him, running the ball, ca- catching the ball. He can run routes. Um, he's such a good, complete back that that's where – and if you look at how the Saints play Josh Jacobs in, like, that first quarter, like, when things are good, like, they're like, oh, shit. Like, Josh Jacobs ain't going to do shit against the Saints defense. Like, yeah. they, you know, he got him bottled up. And as the game moved on and wore along, um, that was not the case. Uh, I will say that the Packers offensive line, I don't think is up to as, you know, the par as the Raiders offensive line, even though the Raiders were down starters. Um, So this is how, you know, and the good news is, you know, Marcus Davenport got him a little, Little stretched his legs a little bit, got a little practicing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we don't know if he's going to play or not, but this to me is a is a game that the def- defensive line they have to show up. Whether that stopping the you know stopping Aaron yeah. Jones has to be the focus, and they didn't do that well against Josh Jacobs. And if they if they play how they did against Josh Jacobs against Aaron Jones. It, it's going to be a long day. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I think the defense is major key to this game. Uh, you know, and surprisingly, the Saints' defenses, even under different uh, different coordinators, they've done okay against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, there was the there was that game. Uh, what the what was that? Was that 2011 Week One? You know, he kind of torched Greg Williams' defense, uh, you know, as week one. Uh, and Drew Brees torched their defense. Uh, there was the game, I don't remember if it was 14 or 15, uh, where they, you know, they handled Rodgers pretty well. Uh, there's 2012, where I mean, the defense was dumpster fire that year. Is that, but, the, uh, is that the Jason David interception against Aaron Rodgers game? Uh, the two thousand. I think that was the fourteen or fifteen. Uh, was uh, no Jason David. That was two thousand eight. God, that was two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. That, 
That was Roger's first year, actually. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Ain't it though? Man. But I think I just I just have a feeling that the Saints defense is going to do their thing against the Packers. I think they know. I think it's going to get them up. You know, it's going to get Sean up. Sean going to be up. Uh, they're going to be on point. I think the defensive line going to be ready. I think Cam Jordan going to be ready. I think Sheldon Rankin's going to be – all of them. You know, I think they're going to be ready, and I think they're going to go in there with a plan. But, you know, you know, LaFleur, he runs kind of that, you know, Kyle Shanahan type of scheme, mm-hmm. especially in the zone runs, man. Mm-hmm. you got to watch that. Man. Like, and Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, like, they don't run him a lot. I think he had, like, 18 carries the last game. But all it takes is, like, two that he can really pop off and change the game. Change it completely. Yeah. Like, he had a uh, – when we played – when Brett Hundley had came in, was it 2017, yeah. um, Aaron Jones played well against the Saints in that game as well. Um, I think – I think – this is going to sound weird to say. My concern, and this is kind of a – and I'm not trying to cr- critique or, or be – you know, negative Nancy when it comes to Marshawn, but lesser, lesser is again, something about lesser receivers. I don't know if he's not as in tuned or not as focused, but it just seems he has not great games against lesser receivers and Adam Thielen. Like those are like, those are just like his kryptonites. And if Devonte Adams doesn't play, then you got, you know, Valdez Scanley, you got Alan Lazard. Is the Marsh there's the Marshawn Lattimore that I, that we saw in week one against Mike Evans, like that same Marshawn Lattimore has to show up even if Devontae Adams doesn't play. He has to. Has, has to. to. Like we like we've talked about how it is a no-brainer for the Saints to pay him. And I and I still feel like that's the case. Like you're right. just not gonna find Lat- Marshawn Lattimore's like just anywhere. But he like his consistency and I feel like I'm harping on him when he's shown stretches of just being dominant. But like, to me, like this sets up as a game where potentially like if Devontae Adams doesn't play, like, I I don't, I don't want that Marshawn, you know, Marshawn. And I'm not saying he took, you know, Brian Edwards lightly or anything like that, but the, the Marshawn that like, speaking of that 2017 game, the his play against Devontae oh. Adams in that game, like that's when me and you both knew. Yeah, we knew. He, we like he 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 was in slight doubt. Like you couldn't find Devontae Adams that game. Granted, his quarterback was Brett Hundley, still in the league. Shout out to my guy. But, but you know, it didn't matter. You it didn't matter. It was like it was like this is good coverage. Period. So. Um, and so the Saints got attacked last week with running backs and with tight ends. I, the, right now, the Packers doesn't put, they don't possess a tight end that you know can do what Darren Waller does, but not not many teams do. If we're just being honest, um, Jay Stern, Sternburner, who the Packers drafted, I want to say in the second or third round of last year's draft from Texas A and M, um, was kind of drafted to be like the replacement for Jimmy Graham um, and be like the, their new tight end in the future. He hasn't really worked out. Like he's still, you know, he's still in it. Like he's not 
the player that they want the Packers to be right now. So I feel a little a little confident that they don't have like a Darren Waller type of player at the tight end position that can hurt the Saints defense like you know Darren Waller did with the Raiders. Um, but Aaron Rodgers playing outside of structure, scramble drills, all that, it's 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 gonna be tough for the Saints defense. It's, it, yeah. you know, it's, it's not gonna be easy an easy task for them. It's a challenge, but uh I think, you know, <clears throat> I think they do play the type of offense that the Saints uh, defenses would like to go up against. Yes. And their nickel, nickel and dime looks. Uh, but it is going to be – that run game is going to be – like the run game is key, man. Like they are, they are going to have to stop that run game early. And to counter that, the offense is going to have to put up points. You can't sit there and try to nurse a, you know, seven points or 14 points. Like, the Saints offense is going to have to respond. How they do that, considering where we are, we know, with Drew Brees in the passing game, they're going to have to figure it out. You know, they might need to lean on Kamara. Yeah, you there? Uh, Sorry. Maybe all that. You cut out just for a little bit. You said said they might have to lean on and then you completely cut out. No, I was just saying they they might need to lean on Elvin Kamara. Absolutely, he's been consistently the best player on the team so far. You know, so it's like go to your dogs, go to your dogs, and you kind of just hope that the kind of the Drew Brees thing kind of turns around. You know, is he a deep ball throw? No, he's not. We know that he's not going to push the ball downfield. But the biggest issue so far has been his accuracy within that fifth. Yard range, which is supposed to be his bread and butter, and always has been. You know, he has been like an eighty-plus percent passer in that range. So you're gonna need at least that back to where he's uh, hitting those throws in the short to intermediate range and letting his guys do the work afterwards. And that's gonna be major key. Major key, um, without question. Um, I mean, if you look at the Packers' defense, um, you know they're, you know. They're, the Saints' offensive line, their consistency on like a snap-to-snap basis has been really not there. Like there are some snaps where they are are fine, but right. just as a like just overall consistency, like the offensive line plays just seem like it's been. Off. And we talked we talked about this on the podcast for weeks, right? Yeah, like the the cohesion. Yeah, man. You know, every, just about every player missing time during camp. It's just that was the major question going in, and it's you know it's showing right now. It's Absolutely, just, it's not a cohesive unit. It's some there are some snaps where hey they look just like a dominant unit. Yep, some snaps it's just it's just not together. And for Drew Brees, where he is not at now with his age, everything has, has to be perfect. Has to be. Has to be. Um, and so you know, look at the Packers defense. You know, Zadarius Smith, who the Packers got from the Ravens last year, had an incredible season last season as a pass rusher. Um, and they also got Preston, Preston Smith from the Washington football team. What are, what are the fuck you want to call him? Whatever. Um, and so they're pat- – so I'm kind of looking at from their defense last year and, you know, some of their trends from this season. The Packers' M.O., Defense-wise, was great pass rush, but at times they could get blocked up, and typically they're very susceptible to the run game. Um, 
Kenny Clark, who was their nose tackle, um, pretty much a dominant run stopper, uh, sets up everything for the Packers linebackers um, to stop the run game. He missed last. He missed last game against the Lions. Um, I believe he practiced on a limited basis today, um, so he may potentially play on Sunday night. You said it best. This game is going to have to be a, a, an Alvin Kamara game. Um, this doesn't strike me as a game. And the, the Packers' secondary is okay. Jareer Alexander is a very good young cornerback. I, I loved him coming out of Louisville. Um, in the, you know, that was the, the Marcus Davenport draft. Um, just loved him as a player. And he's shown to be a really good cornerback. Um, but it just doesn't strike me as a game like you need to just go out and just pass, pass, pass. Like, no, I just, I see like the Packers defensive liability especially is in the run game. So yeah. if it's Alvin, if it's Murray, this is kind of the Taysom, the Taysom Hill homecoming, like let him yeah. get in there and try to, you know, do what he does. And, you know, you know, Packers, you know, you know how Sean can be in terms of motivation shit. Like, Oh, they, they cut you, blah, blah, like, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know how Sean is, bro. Like, you already know yeah. how that's going to go. Like, oh, you know, yeah. they, they waived you. Like, this is your, you know, type of thing. Sean, Sean probably got a copy of the transaction. <laughs> what Taysom got. You know what I'm saying? He's going to put that shit out, put it in his locker room. On his locker, for sure. That, that's the most Sean thing ever, bro. And so, <laughs> but it's. Uh, you know, Cat was, you know, so to give people's, Cat predicted that things would win. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how I feel in terms of, I mean, I think Sunday just left a, don't know. a bad taste in your mouth as a fan, no, no matter if you're like Ryan and I, who aren't a super attached anymore, or even if you're a diehard fan, like you're all just kind of like, I don't know how I feel anymore about this team. Um, and I think, I think Sunday night's going to be a huge, huge, indicator of what the Saints what the Saints potentially may have. Yeah, because you know as Saints fans you're kind of battling two things. You're trying to even me, I'm battling, you know, historic trends of what I've seen from this team. And I'm battling the present and the likely future. You know, like Drew Brees is forty, you know, forty one years old. I mean it, like, at some point, he's going to drop off, and maybe this is it. Like, so it's not like you're crazy to ask the question that, okay, is Drew Brees off? Like, no, it's not crazy at all. Like, he's a 47-year-old playing quarterback. Like, of course he could be dropping off. Like, that's not crazy at all. So you're just trying to you're just trying to balance what you see, but it's just one of those things where you just going to have to wait and see, man. Like, we really don't know. Just going to wait and see uh, what product they put on the field. I'm, I'm very, I'm, I like am deep in my gut. I feel like they're going to turn it around, you know. But again, that's just me projecting what I've seen from this team over the years, or how they get up at the right time, you know. And so, honestly, I really don't know. But that's just my gut. I think they're going to, they're going to turn it around, man. I, I think. I don't see the offense coming out and just being like on fire and putting up 45 points. I just don't think they're there yet. I think it's, I think this offense is going to take time to get right, but I can definitely see them get improving slightly 
and having a plan, sticking with a plan that works. I could see Alvin Kamara going off, having a great game. Uh, you know, Murray having a great game. I could see. I think this also could be a big game for uh, for Jared Cook. Yes, um, I, yes. I, I think because it's been right there. It's right it has, there. It has. And I think a good way to exploit this Packers defense and kind of how Mike Pettin runs defense is attacking mm-hmm. the middle of the field. Um, I already talked about the Packers linebackers. Um, and they have some good linebackers. You know, they're, they're pass rushers in Jadari Smith, Preston Smith. Uh, they've signed over Chris, Christian Kurtzy from Cleveland um, yeah. this past offseason. He's a good linebacker. Um, they, play, they play typically play 3-4. But I do think you can attack the Packers in terms of what having a, a decent to good tight end. And so I think this could be a, a big Jared Cook game, um, you know, a Taysom game if he's playing tight end. Um, also could be like a – I mean, I don't know if it would happen, but, like, this would be a great game for Adam Chapman to, you know, have, like, a awakening um, yeah. of a sorts. Um, and it's to me it's all – you know, we're – I think – how do I word this? The main issues I've seen typically with the offensive line these past two games have been interior pressure, which was exactly what the Saints problem was against the Vikings. So typically, again, typically, Zadarius and Preston play the edges. So they're going against Ram. They're going against Tehran. Um, sometimes Mike, Pe- Mike Pettin may you know, put them inside. There may be some double A gap pressures, whatever, whatever have you. But you have to be hopefully confident and, and think that your two stud bookend tackles can block up the edges um, and allow, a, you know, allow a pocket and hopefully Drew can be able to, to navigate that and, and, and connect on some passes. Um, but, you know, we talked about this with Kat. Don't know if this part got recorded or not, but, you know, you know, we drafted a, a highly touted offensive lineman from Michigan, you know, He's not playing. We don't know if he's going to play on, on Sunday. Pass rusher from Wisconsin, third round. He was active, you know, week two, didn't play. And pass rush was kind of lacking in, in, you know, the Raiders game in the second half. I, I got to – I need like, as a fan, I got to see – I got to see the rooks, man. Like, I know yeah. they're young, and I know they got hurt in training camp, but, like, what do you got to lose? Like, let them, let them loose. Like, let them loose. Like – because I, you I, know, I think you know what you have in Easton. You already paid Pete money, you, even though you knew what he was before you even paid him. But whatever. So, what, what, what more can they do except go up? Is the way I would look at it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because you know, knock on wood, they're they're pretty healthy as far as you know, relative to the rest of the oh, league. Goodness, thank goodness. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, with the addition of Zach Bond, if you can get him in there. I, I said on the last podcast I didn't expect him to play plenty of snaps uh, against the Raiders last week because uh, they had him as like a strong side linebacker. And, you know, in the nickel and dime defenses that they run, you're just not going to see a Sam on the field like you want. But in those pass rush situations, it's like it's nothing wrong with having a fifth pass rusher. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's like, let him get up. Let me get in there and get, cut get up. Trick or tray, get trick or tray out there. I don't. You know, Davenport was limited today. I don't – I wouldn't expect him to play this Sunday. Could you Could you imagine if he gets, like, two limited practices in and he still don't play on <laughs> – That's what I think going to happen. I don't think – I think he's going to be an active Sunday, just me personally. I, I don't S- think – Say he's like, he, missed, he missed a lot of time, bro. Like, he's been out 
he was out a good two or three weeks of camp and two weeks of the start. Yeah, man, that's a good point. He's missed essentially like what five, like a, a month and a half of like. And like not there, like not even on the side. Like I can see if they're like, oh, you know, Marcus Davenport's on the side, on the bike or whatever. He ain't, he ain't been seen. Like, oh, he seen. he pulling the, the Jerry's bird. <laughs> you know the bird. They're like, where is that boy, bro? <laughs> that nigga ain't even seen, bro. Like, what the fuck? What the hell kind of elbow injury he is? You know, Pat. You know what this is? Hashtag big freak season. Big freak. <laughs> Big creep ready, boy. <laughs> I'm just, you know, but like, I mean, the DL man, you know, Aaron Rodgers like to hold on to that ball and take it to, like, they could, they could do something. This is I, a prime I, game, and that's a great point, Ryan. This is a prime game that the pass rush, if if the secondary and the pass rush aligns, they yes. should be able to get a lot of pressure and sacks on Aaron Rodgers. Right, you right. know, with with coverage sacks um, and what have you, because that's a great point. He does like the, you know, he's not the gunslinger that he used to be. Like he's very right. strategic when he takes those shots, and and he he he'll, he'll I won't say he's got he's gotten. A, I mean, especially last year, he was very conservative with the ball, extremely yeah. Yeah. conservative. Um, when we've seen these past two weeks of that, like he's being he's kind of letting it, you know, letting it loose, letting it fly a little more. But I think, like you said, I think that's a perfect point. Like, this, in theory, should be a good game for the pass rush to cook, like, to get there. Interior pressure. Uh, so, as a Saints fan, if you're listening to this right now, and this is one of my biggest pet peeves about a player in the league, I try not to be down on players. David Bakhtiari of the Packers, left tackle, he's touted as an elite left tackle. He's been to you know, pretty sure he's been named all pro, been numerous pro bowls. Don't think I've ever seen a left tackle hold as much as he does. And it does not get caught. So I'm, so when you're watching the game, I don't want you to be mad about it. If you listen to this episode, just know it's going to happen. Just, just know it. Just, just, I've seen enough Packer games in my life to know that he holds so much, and it just never gets called. So he is an elite holder. <laughs> I'm sorry, like I don't, I don't mean to shit on a player uh, who plays in NFL, like whatever. But like, I gotta call it like I see it. Like he holds so fucking much, it never gets called. So, so if you're expecting pressure from that side, which is the side that Trey Hendrickson plays on, typically Big Creep, Marcus Davenport, if he happens to play. Temper your expectations is, is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Temper them down a bit. Um, and it, I, it'd be interesting to see is, I think it's also like, I think this shit, I mean, I don't know, it's off between Drew and, and Emmanuel Sanders. And Emmanuel Sanders talked about like, you know, the timing and he's not, you know, he doesn't have 85% of the offense, what have you. But like I don't know what it is. Even like just running him more, running more intermediate intermediate routes, and just being in like Drew's line of sight. Like to me, like know. in theory, like this should be a game that Emmanuel Sanders should. I'm not saying he's going out there catching 20, 30 yard passes, but like you know, 10, 15. Like this should be a game that this that he should do very well at. And we yeah. just we we just don't know. 
Yeah, I, I just I can't think of what is going on with Emmanuel Sanders. I don't know if it's Drew. I could I could see two passes from Drew to Emmanuel Sanders that were super low, like low to the ground, and you know just set up to failure for Emmanuel Sanders. But then I can think of somewhere it's like, what is it? What kind of route is Emmanuel Sanders running here? So it's definitely a connection that kind of needs a lot of work. Like I hope they're working on it, but. You know, that's, a, that's another thing when you talk about where Drew Brees is. You know, Drew Brees in the past, you know, he was getting every snap, just about every snap during practice. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he was working out with the receivers after the game, working on timing, working on things. That's not Drew Brees anymore. You know, he's getting his Wednesday off now or Thursday, one of the days. He's not, you know, doing an after-practice day because he's trying to, maintain his arm and uh, make sure he gets a good recovery during the week. So I think that plays heavily into the whole timing and anticipation aspect and the precision passing aspect of the offense. And, you know, especially with Mike Thomas out, I think that's uh, that's just a part of the issue. And that's why it's going to take a little time for Emmanuel Sanders. But hopefully they kind of gain any connection. I was trying to think, I don't know if Emmanuel Sanders ever played in a West Coast Offense as far as uh, as far as the language of the plays. So let's see. First, he was in Pittsburgh, and I think he was in Pittsburgh with Bruce Arians. Yeah, and, and that's not a West Coast. It's not a West Coast. And then he went to Denver. Denver. Yeah. They had Mike McCoy, I think. Was he with there with Adam Gase too? I don't know. I don't know if he was with Mike McCoy. I know he was there with Adam Gase. Adam Gase was there. And, and I don't, I don't know what kind of offense Adam Gates runs. And then he, I mean, <laughs> Adam Gates doesn't know what type of Adam, what offense Adam Gates runs either. Um, neither does any player who plays offense in the Jets. Oh God, what right. a fucking, what a fucking dumpster fire that shit is. Like, <laughs> like just as a podcast, I don't know if we can pull it off. I would just want to get Manesh on here and just let him oh, just, man. just I unfiltered, just, just let him go. Just let him rip. Get the next metal on here, boy. I would love this. Just get let that chopper sing, bro. Like just <laughs> anyway. Maybe that's something we we can work on just for entertainment purposes, bro. Just bro, we get Manesh fired. Like we post that Manesh, but we're gonna have a job the next day. <laughs> but you know, uh, speaking of Emmanuel Sanders, what's funny is you know the Saints talked about when they signed him. They weren't really looking at his San Francisco tape. They were looking at his tape in Denver with Peyton Manning and how he used to, you know, rack up all this yak yardage and all that stuff. But I was like, man, that was like five years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that was five, six years ago. Like, he's 30-something years old. He might not be that player, that yak type of player that he used to be. He still looks good. Like, when I see him move, he still moves great and all that stuff. But you know, I hope I hope they they'll add that variable in. Like, he's not the same player he was when he played with Peyton Manning in two thousand, what thirteen, when they were, you know, smashing record books and stuff like that. He's a completely different player from that point because, I mean, time you know, Father Time is kind of caught up with him. Not to the point where he's washed up or anything, but he's just not the exact same player where he's just can catch a eight yard, you know, an eight yard curl and just turn it into something. You know, he, you know, you got, you got to work a little bit. So I think they're still trying to figure out each other as far as like how, how are they going to play and uh, how they're going to be productive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a work in progress. Um, 
we, we, we've talked about it before, just in terms of, you know, the same, you know, you, you, you keep bringing it up that under Sean Payton, the, the Saints have not been a September team. Like that's just, those are just facts. Um, so it's a work in progress, but like a- after they're showing against the Raiders, like they gotta, they gotta come out and they gotta come out. They gotta come out, bro. Like they, they gotta, they gotta come out. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying it's, it needs to be, uh, you know, old school. I mean, in theory, in, in a perfect world, it's an old school, you know, primetime Saints game. It's over by like middle of third quarter. Like you're yeah, beat, yeah. beat her up and we just, we just out here tweeting jokes and it's all funny. Uh, but after Sunday, or after excuse me, after Monday, ooh, boy, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm hoping I'm hoping like a Seattle game from last year where mm. special teams on fire, defense on fire, and offense is you know good enough. Good you know, enough. Every Camara going off, you know, just a good overall team win. Like just all phases, just everybody just playing as well as they can. You know, just a good uh, showing on, you know, and, and, you know, you come away, maybe you win by a couple of points, but just a good overall team win. That's what I'm hoping for, and I'm kind of expecting. I mean, obviously, hoping for that, too. Um, we'll see what happens. But it's kind of crazy to think about it, because that's Sunday Night Football. Yeah. That's that's the appetizer, because we all know yeah. what the, the main course is Monday night. Woo! Woo! buddy! And Lamar, man, got you. Like Lamar is man, like he's become a good passer. And I, and it's fun. Like I, I know, I know people are tired of my my stick about. I, I get it. I get it. Hashtag let it go, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> let it go. I, I, I get it. But I just think it would be. We we will never know. But I. It would have been fascinating to see what Sean would have been able to do with Lamar. Mm. Like, like I think, and I think that's even more fascinating as opposed to Sean and, and Mahomes. Like I kind of already know what Sean and Mahomes would look like. Like, yeah, I know what that looks like. It's, 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 it's like the, the 2011 Saints offense, like hyperdrive. Like that's, that's what that offense looks, would look like to me. Yeah. Uh, but with Lamar, like I, I, it would that would it would it would have been fascinating. It honestly would have been fascinating. Yeah, I really don't know what it would look like, and I I don't know how much the Saints liked them. I've heard they liked them, and I, but I just don't know. I know they loved Mahomes, but with Lamar, you know, he it, it would have been real fascinating just to see how Sean approached that. I don't know would he have done a better job than Greg Roman and Emma doing. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know because. Like they've they've really taken the whole Lamar experience and they've done it kind of correctly. Like yeah, they they they, they embraced them. They like they, embraced, they just embraced them. They not they didn't say oh we're gonna try to turn you into a pocket passer. They just you know sprinkle every season they sprinkle a little little more of the pocket passing, but still let him cook as the way he cooks. You know what I'm saying? And it's basically what you wish RG three with Vic. Oh, no, RG3 too, but yeah. Vic too, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's like, is what you wish would have happened with those guys, but it's like, man, he's like the, man, like, I know if I was a kid right now, like, I was like, if I was like 14, I know I have like a Lamar jersey. Bruh, easy. 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 Um, 
So, I mean, we're not going to spend, I mean, I think we kind of covered and everything. It's not going to be a super, super detailed, intricate, you know. We just waiting to see, man. You ain't got to break this down. The X's nose. Nope. nope. It's all about how, who, who going to show up Sunday? Who's showing up? That's it. Any any other thing and anything else in week one that got your, your eyes perked? Uh... You know, nothing crazy, man. Uh, can I can I say how annoying and just eye rolling it is that the Rams are good again? I, I told you, bro. Like I had them. You did. There's a playoff team, you man. Did. Like I just had a feeling that McVeigh kind of figured out who did they play this week. I think they, they played. They, they played the Bills, so that's why I brought it up. The Bills. That's a good game. That's a good game. Sneaky good game. That's a good game, man. Because the Bills, like Sim, like the Bills are for real, like. I, Ain't been since the early nineties. Like I still don't buy it. I don't. I don't bro. buy. It. I, I'm I not a Josh Allen. I I'm don't. Not a Josh Allen guy, bro. Like I, I, I can see them winning a playoff game, but I just, I, I don't. I can't buy the quarterback. I yeah. can't. But he has made some good throws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he's absolutely throwing some dimes. I, but there's, there's always like there's just plays that happen week one, week two, when it's just like. I can't take that seriously to uh-huh. win, like, in crunch time. Like, he's uh-huh. just, like, just airmailing, you know, easy layup touchdowns in the end zone. And they're, like, six feet above, like, the tight yeah. end. Like, I can't. I can't. Uh, yeah. So, that's that's a good game I'm looking for, you know, too. Um, you know, hate, hate how the whole tie rat situation played out. Yeah, but, uh, uh, but uh, old Herbert, sleepy boy. Boy, he said, "I got something for you, niggas." Like, yeah, <laughs> I was blown away, bro. Bruh, like, that I was blown away because I am not a Herbert fan at all, man. I had I, I had seen him play like that probably once at Oregon. Mm. That's it. But man, that was he he, and it, it sucks because like. As as a football head coach, like you see that performance and see you see what he does he did with the Chargers offense. Like I don't even when Tyrod is done suing the Chargers, <laughs> about to take those Spanos to the bank, bruh. Um, I don't know logically how you take Herbert out if he if he has a repeat performance as he did in, in week one, can't, two, can. can't. And Andy Lynn lined his ass off. He's like, "Oh, Tyrod's the starter. Stop! 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 Like, Tyrod Taylor is a progress stopper. Love the kid, good kid, but you know, you you drew, you drafted Justin Herbert for a reason, you know, and he showed that he was at least ready to play games." Every week not gonna look like last week. He's gonna have he's gonna have like a three interception game. He's gonna bad some games, but I mean now is the time to get his experience, and then you know what you got going into next year. Like start the boy and get it moving. Like you in a you in LA, you're in your new stadium. Start this thing rolling, man. Like it's not. I wouldn't even question. They actually then get on my nerves, man, because they really could have beat the Chiefs. They could have beat yep, the Chiefs. They, they, they could have. But you got to drop your nuts, man. Like. Come on, man! You on fourth and one in overtime, and you know who's on the other side of the ball? Fucking Patrick Mahomes. You know, once you punt that ball, <laughs> the boy gonna make how, one or two throws and kick the ball and win the game. How like, crazy! Like just how how crazy is that? That that's where his status as as a player in the NFL is right now. 
That's crazy. <laughs> like fear. Yeah. Like fear. <laughs> That's nuts. Like I was here because I, I was at home watching the game. I will say I, I agreed with the decision for him because in because if he if he if they don't get it, the game's over anyway. Like I under, so I under, I understood that logic behind it. But as soon as they punted, I still was like, oh, they they it's it's That's night it. time. <laughs> like, That's it. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, and there were other decisions before that. I was like, "Oh, come on, man, drop your nuts, bro!" But you know, it's just—it it was kind of like you know. You know it reminded me. Of, it, he reminds me of when I go to a conceit a casino, and yeah. I just don't ever bet anything. Like exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Like, like, oh, how how much is it? Like at at blackjack, twenty dollars for a bite. Exactly. Ooh, that's that's high. Right, right, exactly. Right, right. But if you can't win, if you don't play, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, oh God, I hate. You know the fucking. But me, I'll be. I, I yeah, I, I'll take the same approach. I'm like, shit. At least I ain't losing. But man, this, this ain't NFL. Right. You know what I'm yes. Like, I play to win. Um. But yeah, I mean, there's some interesting games, but we'll see what happens on Sunday with the Saints, man. And then our our goal is to do another rapid recap show Sunday night after the game, get Ryan yeah. nice, nice and turnt. Um, <laughs> that, I believe we did like almost 385-ish in, a, in like, a, like in a day-ish. Like in, um, like in less than a few hours, it was just boom. So, so appreciate y'all listening to that one. Yeah, we and we we hear y'all. So y'all y'all either want to hear kind of a little cuckolding. It's fine. It's okay. Like <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all we're relieved, we're live that pain again. That's cool. Um, so hopefully on Sunday night, it's it's we're we're having jokes, we're having fun. Oh, man. You know, we'll, we'll see, man. I want – I just want one of those Saints games where it's like a 40-burger to like 17, like one of those Colts oh, games. Man. We can just get on here and just cut up. And just, oh, man, I would just, love that, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what these niggas That's good. like the best – that's bliss, bro. That's it is, man. Job. It is. I mean, even I, I will say, even if the Saints lose, at least they don't mess up my entire – you know, well, they don't mess up my Sundays anymore at all. But, at all. At but all. like – Sunday, you know, Sunday got red zone on, t- being tuned up all day. Woo. Man, it's beautiful. Don't got to worry about nothing. Nothing. Beautiful. But with that, we're out. We'll be back. We will be back Sunday night. we copping the game. Um, and we'll go go from there. We'll see what happens. Hopefully it's a shout out. Shout out to the Patreons. We love y'all, man. Y'all, man. Like, I look at that and I'm just like, thank you. We, go, we got some stuff for y'all coming, you know. We getting our shit together. Me and Adam, we sit together. We plotting all the time. So, got some stuff coming for y'all for real. And shout out. I mean, we, we got to shout out to the guy Gene. 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 What what it do, my dude? Um, like I gotta give a I gotta give love to to Gene. Gene's been. I feel I want to say like with me, like but you know Gene was a huge supporter of of the Saints Twitter podcast or excuse me the the Saints Talk podcast that. I originated and started with Nick and was just a yeah. big, big fan of that show um, on social media, was always pumping it up, um, yeah. getting the word out. And, you know, he, here he is with the hashtag Saints Twitter podcast, still sending good vibes, you know, pump, you know, the, you know, what he posted on Twitter about our show. Um, 
we we can't thank you enough. We appreciate it. We see what you what you, you what you donated to the Patreon. Appreciate it, Gene. Yeah. Much much love, bro. We really much we really love. do. Um, we, we're glad that we can provide some some humorous entertainment um, with the crazy things with the crazy world of the New Orleans Saints football team. Um, again, it's like it's like family, and if we're not laughing and having fun. Even when things seem "quote unquote" bad, then like, like what are we doing this for? So, yeah. with that, we're going to get out of here. Uh, we appreciate all our support, all our listeners. Uh, Packers Sunday Night Football. With that, we're out. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.